This is The Extra Mile. Spear along with G5. The G5. In today's podcast, we're going to be answering a question from one of you, the listeners. Now, we used our Instagram and Facebook stories uh, asking for you guys to give us a Bible or spiritual related question to answer on this podcast. Yeah, yeah and if anyone would like to go ahead and, and ask us a question, just feel free to DM us. Um, and our social media, and we'll try to tackle that question mm-hmm. every few episodes or so um, and try to answer your question. Because, you know, if you have a question, chances are someone else does too. We yeah. all have questions, and we're all trying to find answers. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we're going to try to go to the Bible for that answer. And also, please know uh, that these questions that we answer on the podcast, they'll always be kept anonymous, unless for some reason you want it to be public, but we'll keep it uh, <laughs> anonymous. So for our Q&A today, George, what is our question? How do I know if I have too much entertainment in my life? That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Pretty <laughs> fair. That, that is fair. It's one I've definitely thought about myself. I think we have all asked that question. I, yeah. Uh, we, I think this question might stem from our last podcast where we said the Christian has to be in the Bible yeah. to have a changed life. I mean, we just have to be. That's right, and sometimes our entertainment can get in the way of that. Oh, uh, it definitely it can. Can it not? Um, and well, we have to be careful. Yeah, how much is too much entertainment? A great question. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. Uh, so how much is too much, George? Uh, you know, when our, our knees are sore because they've been crisscrossed for five episodes of The Crown or something, or, uh, <laughs> or uh, if all we remember from quarantine is the Great British Baking Show. Ooh, baking. I love that show. I'm hungry. Baking sounds good. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> you want a good biscuit and sponge. But <laughs> if we have to ask that question, I think uh, I think there's – and we all have asked that question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then there's there's a problem, and we all have to deal with it. But we need to come at it from a biblical perspective. Always. Yeah, and this idea of entertainment here, you know, we're assuming it's probably movies and TV or even, you know, social media. It's a digital entertainment that can Especially be— Especially with all the quarantining this year. Oh, yeah. It's just— It's it, in your face. Whoop! It's up there. And so—but it, it, we can enjoy it, but it also can be a huge distraction from the real things that matter in life, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if— and I, I'm like anyone. I love TVs. Dude, I'm, I'm a movie guy. Movie. Uh, like movies or TV shows? Uh, TV shows. TV shows are At movies? first it started a movie, but yeah. since TV quality has whoop, went up, uh, I'm all about the TV. It's like a book, man. Yeah, it can be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a book. But, I mean, we've all we've all been there. I remember putting you know the tape in the VHS player and, and then mm-hmm. you had to rewind it. I, I remember having to rewind that. You get in trouble at my house if you didn't rewind it. Yeah, it, it's so <laughs> that but is gone. Now we can just stream. We can stream. But I want to stress that you know entertainment on the surface is a good thing. It it really is. Um, not only can it be you know it can be sinful, but it also if we're not careful, it can become an idol mm-hmm. where the entertainment we're consuming can turn around and consume us <laughs> when we're you know it's made for you know to be yeah. consumed by us, but. Um, when we ask this question, you know, we have to ask another question. Should we consume it all then? You know, what is the boundaries? Yeah, if it's good, why not have it all? Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's not it at all. We have to have some proper discernment. Uh, Ecclesiastes, I think, is a great book for yeah, this topic. And Ecclesiastes 3, 12 through 13 says, I have concluded that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to enjoy themselves as long as they live. And also that everyone should eat and drink, and find enjoyment in all his toils. And these things are a gift from God. 
And so we have, we can enjoy a lot of the physical things in this world. Like eggnog. Uh, I'm right. drinking eggnog right now. Yeah. If it's you don't the like best. it, I already no, drank it while we were testing. It's, it's all gone. It's all gone. So yeah. Sad. I'm one of those people that gets soda and the straw stays in my mouth till it's, it's just <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> but your point there in Ecclesiastes 3 is it is a gift from yeah. God. Um, but how much entertainment should we be having? I mean, yeah. Well, well the, the problem is the best measurement against entertainment is time. Right. That's a good point. And so we, we have to be careful. And, and if we're spending too much time on it and we're not giving enough time to God, well, then that's when we need to check things. Yeah. According to my brief research, though, I don't think the word entertainment is found in the Bible, but we see versions of entertainment in the Bible. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you know, King Herod and his daughter and then danced. <laughs> that was that was, that was bad. bad. That, was, <laughs> that was bad entertainment. That was really bad. Ended up with someone getting killed. Uh, the principles on how the Christian should indulge in gifts from God are all over the place, right? Um, right. You brought up Philippians 4H and the question of should we be engaged in this entertainment at all? Yeah. That verse it, it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Uh, how much should we be consuming then? Um, well, yeah, so if it fits that, if we think we should be thinking about these things, how much of that are we going to be watching or right. listening to? Exactly. Um, words and actions, as we logically know, are very different, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it hits our mistakes and our sins, and I do this, I'm as guilty as anyone, we just become naturally really defensive. So I'm not trying to be rude here, but because human beings, we say and do and think many different things. But we might say, yeah, of course I love Jesus the most course i love jesus more than my ipad or my iphone or yeah. more than facebook or the tv show whatever it is and when it comes to entertainment but if our actions are not lining up with our profession of christ you enter a very dangerous zone mm. of possible hypocrisy and we think about that of how will we be able to tell if someone's faithful or not jesus gets at that in matthew 7 talking about false prophets but the principles ap- apply to us they do and just a quick side note there a lot of times we as humans we're faulty so we like to we like to say things that we think are true in our head that we think yeah. might be right i would like to be you know stronger in my faith and so mm-hmm. i'm going to go and say and profess that i'd like to be i am yeah. When really we had to take a look at the inward heart of ours. Yeah, what um, the fruits produce. Matthew seven, sixteen through twenty. You will recognize them by your fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit. But the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire, thus you will recognize them by their fruits. Yeah, a lot of times people are like, why am I not growing spiritually? If you're just showing up for worship or just watching on the live stream in quarantine and you're not putting any um, experience or activity into it yourself and study and fellowship, You've what do you a, expect? We've got to water and cultivate if you're going to produce anything. Right. Why, why would you go to a thorn bush, as Jesus says, to go find yeah. some grapes? It's That's not right. going to be there. And so if we realize in our life the fruits of Christian growth aren't there, a lot of times it's going to come back to what we're spending our time with, and that is involved with entertainment, which, like we said, can be used for good things. But recall the last okay. podcast we said the average American is spending five hours and 40 minutes on their smartphone. Hmm. 
I mean, yeah. it can be understandable sometimes, right? Or like, yeah, oh. I get it. We use it all the time. I pay yeah. rent on my phone. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do a lot of work. Uh, you know, my phone's synced in with my laptop. Yeah. But we have to ask, is what we're doing making us a better or worse person? Is it making us a better, stronger Christian or, or not? Yeah, I heard it said one time. I found it convicting, saying we're never static mm. in our faith. That's you're either point. becoming more like Jesus or you're becoming less like Jesus. There's not like I get there and I just get to sit and stand. No, there has to be growth. Hmm. And in our life, I mean, whether it's food, drugs, sex, alcohol, in this case we're talking about entertainment, all those things, we're going to want them again. Yeah. It's not true satisfaction. I was just over at Thanksgiving at the Fritz's house. Turns out in Texas, you have like four different meats <laughs> on the table. It was great. Yeah, I got brisket, you got turkey. You, you had got brisket. Yeah, yeah, good. brisket, ham. We had all that. You ate so much, and you're super full. And I said jokingly, but seriously, I was like, it's funny. It's crazy that we'll be hungry again, even after mm-hmm. being stuffed. And believe me, I've eaten plenty since Thanksgiving Day. I'm ready to eat right now, even. Like, <laughs> it, they, they don't satisfy. Gifts, like we're saying from Ecclesiastes 3, can be used appropriately. But what is our God? Who is our, mm-hmm. or what is our Lord? Because your Lord, your God's what you value. It's not what you say you value, but it's in our fruits. It's what we produce. Yeah. First Corinthians six twelve says, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All mm. things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Uh, anything. By dominated. Anything. Um, a lot of times, again, we think of things that are just outright sin, but this includes just watching Netflix. If you're dominated and your life is circling around watching your favorite sports team and that decides what you do and don't do in your life or the yeah. show decides what you do and don't <laughs> do in life, who's your God? You're being run by social media or the show. A lot of times we're dominated by it because it's pleasurable and it's in, it's enjoyable. Right. But imagine for a second you're watching a TV show or you're watching a movie and you're just watching someone else watch a movie. I that mean, sounds that's, pretty boring. That sounds really, <laughs> really boring. And so our life, in a way, can be a movie. So you know, while we can get distracted, uh, we have to be careful not to overdulge in those pleasures in this in this life. You see the memories and the experiences that we have and the laughter and even the bad times are moments that make our life really, really unique. And as Christians, God should be the center of that life. He deserves time. He deserves our desire. And just like all the other relationships as well, that's what makes life so beautiful is yeah. interacting with those people and growing those those relationships. And so I, I like I have written down here Ecclesiastes uh, 5.15, says naked we came and naked we shall go the question is what are we going to do in the meantime Mm. in the meantime in between when we came and when we're gonna we're gonna go are we filling our life with meaningful and and spiritually productive moments yeah Uh, and we might say well yeah but just reading the bible just isn't that enjoyable it's just boring leviticus is just a bunch of, you know, <laughs> laws. laws. Yeah. <laughs> he took the knife in his left hand and he, you know, and it can get that way. But enjoyment, you know, isn't found in specifically the act of reading the Bible. Well, we should find ways to right. enjoy reading the Bible. But it's enjoyment is found when we can apply the wisdom that we read in God's word to our life and watch the fruit 
and our faith grow, as we read in the passage passage just a moment ago. And that's the work of God. That's yeah. enjoyment in God. Yeah. That's a, man, that's a good point. Exactly. So uh, we, really good point there, and it's going to launch me into three verses as we're going to wrap up this. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Later in chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians, verse 14, Paul says, Let all that you do be done in love. So entertainment has to involve love to some degree. Mm-hmm. And Colossians 3.17, whatever you do, again, really broad, word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So the common theme is glory, you know, giving thanks, doing everything in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. and and loving others there. Yeah, th- th- there it all is. So entertainment has to come in there. That's very or, concise. Yeah, it's very concise, super simple. And that brings me to 1 Timothy 6. A lot of you remember, that's the warning about how the love of money can lead us away from the faith. In verse six uh, 17 of 1 Timothy 6, Paul says, as for the rich in this present age. Okay, I'll stop right there just for a side <laughs> note. George, are we rich? Oh, yeah. We're filthy rich. Look what, look how we're recording this podcast. Oh, well, filthy. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you look at the stats. I mean, we're like the top one percent of the world. Just Worldwide, about. yeah, we yeah, are. we are. We're really blessed. Uh, but since we're rich, this verse is directed at us. We're charged not to be haughty, not to set our hopes mm-hmm. of the uncertainty of riches, but on God. Okay, here's this principle again: who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. Mm. So, so there it is again. You brought it up in Ecclesiastes. Here is in the New Testament. Yeah. It's meant to be enjoyed by God. Now, there are warnings. Like it says right here, don't put your trust in the riches, but it's meant to be enjoyed, which means if we have a balanced life, we won't and we shouldn't feel guilty when we go on vacation or go to the movies yeah. or whatever it is. Um, you know people who feel guilty for doing stuff like that? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Like you said, it has to be balanced, too. Mm-hmm. You know, what's imbalance creates a hostile and chaotic environment in our life. Mm. And so balance is is key, especially when dealing with things like this. I think First Timothy 4 paints more balance. Paul, of course, a couple chapters earlier in First Timothy, mm. in this context, he's talking about just two basic things, sex and food. Just about every person, whether they engage in it lawfully or unlawfully, has their encounter with sex and food. And there were Christians, believers, saying any kind of pleasure, any kind, the delicious food, food, to um, sex and marriage, that that could lead us to sin. That's called asceticism. <laughs> we, we, we can't enjoy it because it could lead us to sin. Uh, it goes so, against Ecclesiastes. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it totally goes against God's word. But, but they're saying, no, 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 don't get married. It'll awaken sinful mm. desires elsewhere. Don't eat, you'll end up a glutton. Don't eat, you'll end up a drunkard. And Paul responds in 1 Timothy 4 at verse 4 and 5 and says, He says, for everything created by God is Good. It's good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God and prayer. So the things that are meant to be enjoyed, including entertainment, can be made holy. Mm. Weird idea. And it was him saying good here makes me think of Genesis 1. Everything he creates, we see it's functional, it works, it is good. The starting point's always great. He created. It's mm-hmm. when we take it and we just go off the deep end with different... Yeah. You know, yeah, really good point. So the things of this world, including entertainment, can be worshipful acts even. Food and sex can be that. Entertainment can be that. It should be that. It should glorify God in the name of Jesus, and it should include love. And what's funny is in these passages where Paul's talking about blessings, it's not assumed that it will become idols. There's warnings. says don't trust in the riches. Mm-hmm. 
But he's saying, no, the gifts, the blessings, entertainment can be used to give God glory. So everything we do has to be tied to God, which means, I guess, if it's really hard to find a connection with your entertainment and God, mm, then maybe we shouldn't be engaged with it. Maybe we have a problem. Yeah. I I like to go into the future a little bit, put myself in the future, and, and think for a second. If I'm, you know, say, you know, really old, 70 years old, whatever, really old, Will I be able to look back at my life and really enjoy what was accomplished? Or mm. will it just be filled with things that I regret, time lost, because I was doing this and that, yeah. and not engaging in meaningful relationships that help not only me grow, but others grow, like our children and our wives and our church family as well, and more importantly, our faith when it's devoted to God. Yeah, good point. So whether it's the content of our entertainment, it's not bringing God glory, need to reevaluate that, Mm -hmm. or if it's the time allotted to our entertainment and it's not glorifying God. So we can't give you an exact time to spend one hour a day on TV or whatnot. This is up to you guys, the listeners, to apply to it, but let God convict our hearts. Amen. All right, so what does our faith in action have to do with this? Faith in action, just like it says, we're putting our faith into action. We're reassessing and reevaluating how we are spending our time, Mm -hmm. really making our time attentional in prayer and in study. Last week, we looked at prayer of repentance. We looked at Nehemiah from Nehemiah 9 Mm -hmm. and and his prayer of repentance for for the people of Israel. And we encourage you guys and and everyone to go and and be honest with God and, and engage with God in prayer, meaningful prayer. And of course, being intentional and engaging in meaningful Bible reading as well. Start the month off right. So this week, let's add to that action. Okay, actually sit down with a friend of yours, with your spouse maybe, sit down with a fellow Christian and assess how do we spend our free time. And let's ask these two questions. Number one, does my entertainment bring glory to God? Okay, Mm -hmm. and then number two, do my actions match my profession that I love Jesus more than I love my entertainment and use that to reevaluate in your personal unique situation on how to glorify God in our entertainment on its content and its time. That's right. Because everything we do, it has to glorify God. Yeah, it has to. Elizabeth, they're great questions to really help balance the scales. Yeah. So let's be mindful of how much and what kind of entertainment we're indulging in. And if you are even wondering if you have too much entertainment in your life, probably a sign we need to make some adjustments to give glory to God. All right, George, wrap us up in prayer, please. All right, let's do it. Dear Holy Father, we we come to you thankful for the time that you have given us, the life that you've given us, the, the grace that you've shown us. Lord, thank you so much. You are a merciful God, a loving God, and, and you've forgiven us. Lord, allow us to look at you and your word and and assess them and apply them to our lives to bring about great fruit. Lord, allow us to do everything that we do in this in this world, word and deed, with that that uh, is glorifying you, Lord. Lord, be with those that that are struggling. Be with those that are ill and sick always. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right, go so.